It's Friday, May 20th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome back to Goodwill Talk Daily. It is Friday, the end of the week, and I pray that this has been a great week for you. But if it's been challenging, the weekend is here. I hope that you're able to spend some time with friends and family this weekend, and uh, I hope that you're able to be in worship. Worship really is such a privilege and joy for the Christian to be able to gather with the saints, brothers and sisters who are on the same page with you when it comes to your love for Jesus Christ. We can be all over the place in the world. No matter where we are, we can find a church where Jesus is being glorified. We are all over the world. And I'm grateful to the Lord that no matter where I go, I might not know who these people are. I might not know their names, but I know that we are brothers and sisters because Christ has united us together from every tribe, tongue, and nation. It really is a joy to be a part of the church of Jesus Christ. Now today we're in 2 Timothy chapter 3. We're in the middle of a vice list. I'm going to read these few verses again, and we're going to be looking at a word that um, actually is is a really um, important thing for us in our day today, something that we need to be considering when it comes to our speech. So let's go through the list again. 2 Timothy chapter 3, starting in verse 1. But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid such people. Avoid such people. Wow. Well, today the word we're looking at is the word that is translated abusive in our English Standard Version. Now, as I've spoken about before, the English is a translation of the Greek, and the Greek word used here is blasphemos. Blasphemos. Blasphemos, if you get the accent right. Now, you can probably hear the English word that comes from blasphemos. Blasphemous. Um, blasphemous is a word we use to mean uh, something that is sacrilegious, Right? Uh, to speak blasphemously is to say things about Jesus or about God that are not only untrue but are wicked, right? But this word is used here and translated abusive, and that's because the word blasphemos is actually about reviling abusive speech. It is about speaking in a way that cuts down, that tears down, that belittles others. This was something... To be just transparent with you, this is something that my father was very good at. He's very good at speaking in an abusive way, of tearing people down, of belittling them, of, of making them feel like they were nothing. And it's something that I have struggled with now for the rest of my life because of some of the things that he has said. I've had to, I've had to undo some of that damage. And, and to be honest, it is something that I picked up. I also am able to do that to somebody else. And I've had to learn not to speak to or about others in such a cutting way. It is a struggle that 
I may deal with for the entirety of my life. And I don't believe that my dad picked it up from nowhere. He probably learned it from his dad and from his dad before him and his dad before him. These kinds of sins can be generational in their impact. They can be formative. And they, in this particular sin, this abusive speech, is what is highlighted here by Paul. That in the last days, those days following the resurrection of Jesus Christ, even until today, people will speak abusively about others. They will tear others down for enjoyment. They will belittle others for a laugh. You know, the, the takedown culture that we see, it's really the way that the world does conversation these days. You win an argument not by the validity of your argument, not by having more facts or being more thoughtful in the way that you um, list out your argument, but you win your argument by how effectively you tear the other person down. By gotcha, by tear down, by put down, by cut down. This is how we debate. This is how we discuss things today. And unfortunately, that has found its way in the church where we can speak in ways that are abusive to others, to other brothers and sisters in the faith. This is something we have to be very careful of because it is so prevalent in our society, we can find ourselves doing the same things. We must not speak in a way that abuses others, that strips away their dignity, that tears them down. Even our opponents, we are to correct our opponents with gentleness, being kind toward everyone, not abusive in our speech. This is something that can be tempting in workplaces as well. Workplace culture can be such where you tear others down with your words. You cut others down with the way that you speak. This can also be the culture in some homes. Is this the way that your speech with your spouse is characterized? How about the speech to your children? Do you speak of your parents in this way? To cut down, to disparage, abusive, blasphemous speech. And I'm a little bit glad at the translation accident here between abuse and blasphemy because it is just as blasphemous, just as blasphemous to use your words to tear other people down as it is to get a piece of doctrine wrong. We hold blasphemy to mean we speak wrongly about God, but blasphemy is also to speak wrongly about others. When we speak wickedly, abusively about other people, we are blaspheming their creator. Because God has endued them with, with um, he has endued, imbued, whatever word you want to use there, he, he has given them dignity and worth. And when we tear that down, when we tear that down with our words, we are blaspheming the creator. We are saying that God has made something defective. But he is not. For after he finished creating all humanity, he looks at it and says, this is very good. Humanity is good. It is good to be human. It is good to be a person. And to look down on others and then speak in a way that abuses that is blasphemous. And so we ought to be constantly looking at our speech. We ought to be constantly 
ensuring that we are speaking well of others. It is the old maxim that I was told by my mom and that I'm sure many have been told before. If you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. Right? Man, I wish, I really wish that we practiced that more. That is a great proverb. If you ain't got nothing nice to say about somebody, don't say anything at all. Well, brothers and sisters, we are going to face people and things that frustrate us and we are going to want to lash out with our words and if there's nothing nice to say then we're better off saying nothing at all don't abuse others with your words but instead build others up with your words it's not just about running away from the sin it's about running towards christ and what does christ do he doesn't belittle he lifts up he builds up he encourages with his words he is honest about people's sins, yes, but he does not do so in a way to demean them, but rather he is calling people to follow after him in righteousness and in truth. Would that be the way that we speak even to or about our opponents? Would we do so with gentleness, not abusively, not blasphemously? Let's pray together. Holy Spirit, we need your help to stay our tongues. Keep us from speaking abusive, blasphemous things. Help us instead to speak in a way that builds up, that edifies. Would we be edifying with our speech? Would the words that we choose be careful and not careless? Would we not take joy in ripping others down? Would we not see that we're scoring points somehow by ripping others to pieces? Rather, Lord, would we speak gently, lovingly, and with a Christ-like humility and love. Father, guard our tongues, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I hope it is beautiful for you and that you have some great things planned. We'll see you in worship on Sunday, and I'll see you right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily on Monday. Bye now.